Hello, hello. Welcome back. It's True Confessions Property Management. I'm your host, Rebecca Jenkins, and today, as always, we're going to hear 100% real-life stories from property management professionals. If you're a first responder, an ER doc, or you work on the Hill in D.C., I know that you have OMG stories. But what most people don't realize is that property managers have them too. In an industry where fire, flood, or blood is just a normal saying, we have to act professional in the most unprofessional moments. Today, we get to talk to Peter. Now, Peter is actually a good close friend of mine, and we've worked together in the past, and now he's moved very far away, and him and his lovely bride um, live in a totally different submarket than I've ever worked in, and so his stories are still incredibly relatable, um, but it was kind of fun to actually have someone that I know and have worked with on in the past on the podcast. So remember that all the names have been altered, communities and companies excluded, and the only thing you're going to hear is the juicy details of his stories. Enjoy! Hi, Peter. Welcome to the podcast. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm great. I can't wait to hear your stories and share them with the world. Hopefully this platform will make people laugh and cry and be grossed out all at the same time after hearing your stories. Yeah, we'll keep our fingers crossed on that. Um, This first one's a real fun one. It's one of the more disgusting things I've ever dealt with. And it just happened probably about a month ago. Uh, We had a couple living in one of our one bedrooms. And we got a phone call for a for a work order, and they'd been in the apartment for just a little over a year. They had just renewed, and they call and they tell us that their their garbage disposal is not working anymore. It worked fine for about a year, and all of a sudden, all at once, it's gone out, and it's starting to smell a little bit. Which, for a garbage disposal, makes sense. There's a lot of food waste down there, so I send we send our maintenance team over there. Uh, my maintenance guy's trying to figure it out, and he goes, gosh, it doesn't smell like food. I don't know what's in there, but it doesn't smell good, and I can't get it to work. Uh, we may just have to replace it. And so I called the resident. I told him, hey, we may have to replace it. Just a heads up, if there's been anything out of the ordinary you put in there, you could be liable for it. Is there anything you guys want to you guys wanna tell me, anything we need to know before we replace your garbage disposal? And they say, oh, well, no, I mean, nothing out of the ordinary, nothing you wouldn't put down a garbage disposal. And I said, no apple cores, no banana peels, nothing like that going down there. And they go, no, nothing like that. And so we call them, we call someone out and have them go over to look at the garbage disposal one more time, get a different maintenance guy over there. And he comes back to the office about half an hour later, and he is as angry as I've ever seen him. And he's a really nice guy really gentle person but he is he is in a tizzy right now and he's cussing up a storm and i kind of catch him and go what's what's going on man like what 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 happened over there and he goes you would not believe what they've been putting down their garbage disposal i was like well well like tell me about it he goes well you know they've got that they've got that german shepherd and i go well they don't have a german shepherd on their lease but sure they have a german shepherd in there he goes well they've been collecting uh instead of throwing out the dog waste uh in the trash they've been putting it down their garbage disposable for about a year what 
I know. And I was like, on what planet does that seem like a good idea? That's where you wash your dishes. That's where you wash your veggies. That's You do a lot of things you wouldn't want to get feces on you at your sink. That so, is disgusting. By far the... And so my I kind of didn't believe him. So I said, all right, let's get over there and go take a look. And sure enough, I walked in and it was... It smelled like dog poop. And so I... went back to the office and called them and said, hey, so we're going to need to replace your garbage disposal. Just so you know, it's not made for handling any sort of feces, human or otherwise. Um, On a separate note, we're going to also have to get your dog on the lease. Uh, German Shepherds are a restricted breed, so let me know how you want to proceed with that because we do need to get this taken care of right away. And gosh, the conversations that that happened over the next week and a half, two weeks of that were were not fun. But it all worked out. We got that garbage disposal switched out, and it sounds like they won't be at our community too too much longer. Oh my gosh, that's gross. Did they were they of maybe like did they come from another country where like, because a lot of people don't know this, but the garbage disposals are very American. They're not in all countries. They don't exist. And so there is a little bit of an education barrier sometimes when you rent to an international renter that you have to explain what they're used for, what, you know, safety situations, things like that. Were they from America or not? Yeah, they were American. They were. Oh, my um, gosh. They had never lived on their own. They were, you know, a youngish couple and. I just don't know if they had always had someone to do everything else for them. And so now that they're on their own, they just didn't know, but they just thought poop went down the sink. That's, that's where you put it, I guess. Uh, Oh my gosh. That's so gross, Peter. I know. I'm kind of glad you don't have to deal with them anymore. You and me both. Everyone in the office like, why wouldn't they just flush it down the toilet? Down the toilet, in the trash, you know, there's a community, your dog goes outside and outside are community dumpsters. So you can easily just put it in the bag that's called dog bag receptacles that are all around and put it in one of those or a dumpster. Absolutely. And we kind of get the feeling they were trying to avoid being caught for an unauthorized pet. So they knew what they were doing was wrong. They just went about it the complete wrong way. Ew. What other stories do you have for us? Because that one is giving me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of that one either. (laughs) Well, um... But it happens, right? That's property it, management. It does. Every so often you get something crazy like that. In fact, um, another community I was at was across the street from a, um, a men's shelter. And as such, we got, you know, we got some different foot traffic through there right by our front doors. And we had a view of it. So we kind of always were wondering. We always saw the sirens going and there was always something going on and there was one Saturday morning where it was just myself in the office and it was a it's a relatively small community, so that was plenty of people and it was a slow Saturday in the fall, so everyone was out watching college football. When I had a uh oh a pretty decently dressed gentleman come in and he showed me a badge and said We're uh we're gonna need your office for a little bit. We we've got uh an operation going on and I kinda 
looked at him and he goes, well, I'm, I'm with the FBI. And I go, okay, well, it's slow today. What do you need from me? Like, just, just tell me what you need and you've got it. Um, I, as long as I'm not giving out any information, if you need the space, it's all yours. Um, and it turns out they were trying to do a sting. Someone was using our address as a meetup for a prostitution ring or uh, to meet up with prostitutes. And so they had scheduled a time to come meet this young lady for services rendered. Um, and they had asked me if, if I had a good vantage point. So I set them up in our model apartment so they could have a couple of different angles. And sure enough, about 10 minutes later, I was sitting at the front desk and they had told me just to act like everything's normal. And a young lady in a very tight dress walked in and asked me where our clubhouse was. And so I pointed her in the right direction. She said she was meeting a friend and didn't hear anything of it. Nothing really happened. And ended up taking a tour and went right by our clubhouse and I could see the young lady speaking with the gentleman I was speaking with before and her hands were behind her back and although you couldn't tell if she was handcuffed or what and they were chatting and she seemed actually just fine to be chatting with him she didn't seem too upset or anything and so I kind of moved on with my day and kept going through and the guy came back down and he goes you know we got one more person coming by and um and this one, maybe maybe you don't want to be in your office for. And I said, well, well what do you mean? Like, I, I don't know if there's, I can hang out in a vacant apartment, but I don't know if that's much better. Is, is everything okay? He goes, well, no, everything's going to be fine. But um, but what, I'm going to leave someone with you just to make sure you're okay. And if things happen, or if anything happens what? where you need to get Have out of the way. Have you called your regional by this point? At this point, I, I had talked, my regional was actually on, um, maternity leave and so the regional covering my region was in a different city and he wasn't answering his phone um oh my as, goodness as and the FBI go just and, like commandeered your office yeah and so they've got it under control it seems like and i'm kind of texting my property manager because i was the assistant at the time and kind of texting him and letting him know what's going on and he's like all right well yeah make sure you take care of yourself don't do anything stupid <laughs> i said yeah of course man you got it and so about 20 minutes after that, um, a gentleman comes kind of walking up to our office and he must have seen someone because out of nowhere, he just took off sprinting the other direction. And I swear out of nowhere, there must have been 15 FBI agents or cops or whoever it was right on his tail, um, just high booking it out. And the guy that was with me kind of grabbed me by the arm and said, hey, we're going to head over into the stairwell for a bit and just hang out until we get the all clear. And I had never been so nervous in my life. I had no idea what was really happening. I kind of thought it was going to be a quick in and out thing and they didn't mean much. And this whole time on a usually pretty busy office because we were the, we we're a mid rise. So you have all your residents leaving out your front door. I don't think we had any residents that even noticed. Oh my it was gosh. Business as usual. And the guy got arrested and they were just out. Of, it was the most surreal thing because just five minutes later, it was just just a normal Saturday afternoon all over again. Did they ever tell you why they picked your location to do all this in or what this guy had done? So they hadn't picked the location. The the uh, original young lady, uh, the, she prostitute. Had, the prostitute had said, meet me here. 
and then they went with it. Um, oh, okay. And so it must have all come together pretty quickly because we didn't have any clue on Friday afternoon that any of this was going to be happening. But, sure. Um, but I mean, that's just kind of how it goes in that world, I guess. Um, Maybe it was the guy like her quote unquote manager or did they ever tell you what he did or just the fact that he needed yeah, to go as well? I think he was her, uh, yeah, her, her muscle. And I think he was the one they were really after because... Um, because they said they had told me he was handling a couple of girls and that oh, they finally, okay. finally got one of his and it was just the whole thing was just so surreal and I mean as you know in the industry you deal with law enforcement probably most than most professions do um, so you, it kind of adds a little bit of excitement to your day and so I wasn't going to tell them to bug off and yeah I don't a, even think you probably were in a position to either. You would have, I mean, that would have had to, that would be a struggle. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. It was like, well, I'm kind of between a rock and a hard place. You don't want to put yourself in harm's way, but you have to kind of uh, go with the flow sometimes. And that's exactly yeah. what I did. Yeah. And it was in your best interest to get them gone because if they thought it was okay to produce to proceed with their illegal business in your normal upstanding residential business, they had to go. So it was in your best interest as well to get them arrested. So that's absolutely right. And the property before I had gotten there had had issues with it before they had actually had a, um, a pimp rent out one of their apartments and use it as a, you know, hmm. as a spot like a to meet up. Yeah. <laughs> that was on a previous episode that we learned about brothels. <laughs> Happens entirely too often. They have to go somewhere. Oh, man. Wow. That is an interesting story. Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. Kind of to piggyback off that. We that property. We just had so much so many random random things happen that I wouldn't have otherwise ever thought I was in a position to be in. We had a we had just a random homeless guy that he he was must have been really resourceful because it was a controlled access community but we must have found him in three or four different storage units trying to get some sleep and i felt for him but and the first time i i felt bad and i said well sir you have to move on i'm sorry like this is private property this isn't appropriate you've there's a shelter right across the street please go over there and they'll help you out or they'll get you the resources you need and the second time I was more frustrated, I said, hey, we've been through this before. Next time we're going to be calling the police and cite you for tra- trespassing. The third time I was I was getting kind of angry. And the fourth time, actually, um, another resident had been walking his dog off leash, of course. And the guy <laughs> ushered the dog into a vacant apartment that this homeless man had found. And so someone was, came to me complaining that a resident stole their dog. And so I go up and knock on And he tells me the apartment number. And I'm like, well, that one's vacant. So there shouldn't be anyone in there. And the door shouldn't be open. No one's working in there today. Then there shouldn't be a dog in there. There were just a million things wrong with the picture. And so then that's the, that was the last straw where we finally actually called the police. But I'm, I'm sure. He tried I mean, to steal a resident's dog. Yeah, I don't know if he was nervous about the dog barking and tipping us off to him or what, but I mean, the things that come from that is first now we've got, okay, maintenance, you guys need to make sure you're changing the locks on our vacants and you can't be leaving them open and 
if you're giving the key out to the vendor, make sure you're checking up that they're locking up. And second of all, sir, your dog was off leash. It's also not on the lease. So we're going to have to get both of those things taken care of. Um, oh, gosh. So just the, the things that cascade off of that are just crazy, crazy, crazy. But, yeah, that was a that was a fun property to be at. It sounds almost like annoying to me. I'm like, come on. Like, that would take a lot of your day to manage all, you know, to go over the extra hoops that you have to go through in a difficult location. It's yeah. different. You know, you're lo- it's kind of like it reminds me, actually, of like a downtown urban location and things that you have to do there. Yeah, and that's exactly what it was. I mean, when you're. Oh, it was. Oh, well, yeah. that makes sense now. Yeah, that's the kind of stuff you deal with, and it's just, gosh, every day it's something new, and it it never happens when it would be a good time to happen. It always happens right at the end of the day, and or as a tour is walking through the building, and you're trying to sell them. Yeah, absolutely, and that's just life and multifamily. Yes. Do you have a um, funny or heartwarming story that you can take us out on? Yeah, I've got a funny one for you. Um, Okay. So I got into the industry in Phoenix um, and, and moved to a moved about 900 miles away a couple of years ago and stayed in the industry. Um, and I'm in my new city and kind of getting getting the hang of things and taking everything in. And a few months in, I'm sitting at my desk and this girl walks in and I kind of look at her and I look at her and I'm like, I feel like I know you from somewhere, but I don't know where. And before I got into the industry, I gave swim lessons for a long time. And so this girl had walked in and I was like, I don't know if I worked with you or if I went to school with you or what, but you look really familiar. And she asked to take a tour. So I take her ID and I see it's an Arizona ID and but it's not anywhere out close to where I was growing, grew up or so I kind of go on with the tour and give her the tour. And she, they, she and her roommates love the place. They're going to put, applications down get started the whole nine i'm like great we're, we're excited to have you guys you're gonna love it here um it's a great city you're really gonna love it and so i'm kind of putting everything the file together and they're out of the office when it clicks and i go i fired her when you I fired was, her yeah when i was giving swim lessons uh she no called no showed for a week because she wanted to go on vacation. So I fired her and I put it together and I was like, that's, that's who that is. And I texted my old boss. And I was like, do you remember blah, blah, blah. And she goes, Oh my gosh, the one you had to fire. And I was like, yes, she came into my office today and she's trying to rent an apartment from me. And she goes, well, you can't rent to her. And I goes, well, I, well, I, well, I have to. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah. And then, of course, uh, when, when I had fired her, actually, her mom had called me and said, you can't fire my daughter. Family vacation is so important. Yada, yada, yada. I said, absolutely, family vacations are important. But part of being an adult is showing up to taking your job. care. Yeah, showing up to your job, being responsible. If you're going to be, if you need a week off, I mean, we can help with that if you tell us. And she didn't tell us. It's, she should have been. So when when she moved in to your community, like you rented her and her roommates, the apartment, mm-hmm. when she moved in, did she finally click of who you were or was she just so oblivious and just, it never clicked. You just went about her lease term and 
acts um, like you didn't know her. So the, I mean, history likes to repeat itself. And so I think she forgot. I don't think she knew. Um, but her roommates had some friends that were mutual friends of mine. And I think they kind of put it together. And then her roommates and her had a falling out. And so, of course, the girl I have fired wants off the lease now. And instead of coming to talk to me about it herself, guess who gives me a call? No. She had mommy do it? Yeah, and her mom tells me how responsible her daughter is and how she's never done anything wrong. And I finally said, you know what, ma'am, I'm sorry. You don't remember me, but we've spoken before. I had to fire your daughter and, and Phoenix from being a lifeguard. And she knew what she was getting herself into with this lease. Here's her signature here. She signed all the papers. She's dotted all the I's, crossed all the T's. I'm sorry. If, if we can get her off the lease, but here's what we have to do. I can't make any special exceptions. That's, that's not how this works. And well, I think the mom was kind of a she was not happy with me and so i'm no she likes to fix all of her daughter's mistakes you know we get those and we're like i can't even talk to you you're not even on the lease like what's your deal yeah it was it was satisfying though i was like gosh (laughs) i kind of had to take a verbal beating gosh it was eight or nine years ago and comes full circle and i get a I get to stand my ground this time and oh, it felt good. <laughs> well, that is awesome that you got that. That's great. Thank you so much, Peter, for coming on and sharing all of your stories on the podcast. It was such a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. All right, I thought I've heard plenty of poop stories on this podcast so far, but never would I ever have guessed that someone would think that dog poop went down their kitchen garbage disposal. That is utterly disgusting. I'm like somewhat gagging in my mouth right now just thinking about it again. Ugh, why do I do that to myself? Anyway, if you have your own crazy or outlandish property management stories, I would love to hear them and feature you on an upcoming podcast. Check out my website, multifamilytrainer.com, click podcast, and fill out the form. That does it for episode number 18 of True Confessions Property Management, and I hope that you're enjoying the podcast and liking what you hear. If so, subscribe, leave a review, or of course, tell your friend or colleague. Till next time, I'm Rebecca Jenkins, the Multifamily Trainer, signing off. Have a great week.